Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello there, friends. Welcome back to Culips. You're listening to Simplified Speech, which is our series that features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about interesting topics. Today, I am not alone. I'm joined by my co-host, Cassie. Hey there, Cassie. Hey, Andrew, and hi, listeners. So, guys, in today's episode, Andrew and I are going to chat about what's been going on in our lives lately and give you some updates about what's new with us. I think our chat will be a lot of fun, but before we get started, we want to remind you, of course, that we have a study guide and transcript for this episode that you can use to study along with us while you listen. Yeah, that is right. The study guide for this episode includes a transcript, detailed vocabulary explanations and examples, a quiz, and more. And it's available as a PDF file, or there is a mobile-friendly version that looks great on smartphones and computers and tablets. So to access the study guide, all you need to do is visit our website, culips.com, C-U-L-I-P-S.com, and you can find all of the information there that you need to sign up and become a member. We also want to give a shout out to Eunjong, one of our listeners from South Korea, who left us a five-star rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts. Eunjong wrote, I luckily found this podcast and automatically fell in love with Andrew and Cassie. You guys have very fascinating voices and intonation. Recently, I started teaching the Korean language online. Your podcasts are motivating and teaching me how to approach teaching my students. I really like the way you teach. Thank you so much and please keep doing it for your fans and students. Wow! Thank you so much, Eunjung. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Eunjung, for that great review. And really, thank you to everyone who's been supporting us online. All of your likes and follows and ratings and reviews. Guys, we really appreciate it. It helps us to reach more English learners from around the world and allows them to connect with us and to improve their English with us. So, Cassie, all of the announcements, all of the business that we need to do at the start of a Culips episode is out of the way. So let's get started now. We're going to spend some time here just catching up. And uh, Cassie, I'll start by asking you, what's new with you? Well, I guess I have two things to talk about today. Okay. The first one is an update on how my math test went. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Cassie, I think we mentioned this on our live stream that we did, but maybe we didn't talk about it on the podcast. So let's just catch everyone up. A little while ago, you visited Seoul to take a math test. And that was great. We were able to meet up and do some Culips things together. It was really fun mm -hmm. and great to see you. But you were a little nervous at that time about this math test that you had to take. Could you first just get us up to speed with why you had to take a math test? And then secondly, share the results of this math test. Yeah, sure. So 
Actually, I didn't need to take this test, but I'm planning on switching my teaching license from one area of the U.S. to another area, another state. And uh, they have different testing criteria between those states. So I had to take the new test from the state I'm transferring to. Anyway, I was very nervous. It was a three-hour test, and it's a new test. So there weren't a lot of study guides that I could look at to, you know, prepare for this test. But I get there, and I thought I performed pretty well. And I waited and waited for three weeks to get the results. And I finally got them. And ba-da, 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 I got <laughs> a 100%. Ah! Woo! 100%? Yes. Come on. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect score. Wow, congratulations. I know. I couldn't believe it. I only needed about 168 points to pass, I think, and I got 200 out of 200. I was so shocked and amazed and happy. Wow. So Cassie, I'm wondering if you weren't just a little bit too hard on yourself before the the test, because it seems like you really nailed it. A perfect score. That's amazing. Actually, I did take a teaching math test a few years ago, maybe three or four years ago, and I actually failed it the first time by one point. And I was really, really depressed for like a whole week. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe it was that experience that uh, motivated you to really study hard and prepare for the exam that you did. And it seems like it worked because you got a perfect score. So that's amazing. Great job. It did. Yeah, I was really proud and happy. (laughs) So now are you going to be able to switch your teaching certificate to the other state like you wanted to do? Yeah, I will. It's going to take a lot of time and paperwork. And I think I will also have to take a physics test in the future to pass that uh, credential over to. But I'm partway there. All right. That's awesome. What else is new? Well, my wedding is coming up in just a few short weeks, actually. And I'm, you know, in the thick of things, getting everything ready. Uh, I think you know this from last year, Andrew, getting invitations, giving them out to friends, picking the dress. It's all been a whirlwind. It is a lot of work doing all of the things that you mentioned, Cassie, getting the invitations ready, uh, getting the clothes ready. My job was making the playlist. So I was very busy Mm. making the wedding playlist, which, you know, to be honest, was actually a little fun, (laughs) (laughs) more so than some of the other tasks. Cassie, what about the dress? Have you found your wedding dress yet? I did. That was a very interesting process, Andrew. Very different than America. In America, you go to a wedding dress shop and all the dresses are laid out for you and like in racks. And then you can look around, choose the one you like, and then try it on. In Korea, at least how I did it, was you go on to their Instagram page and you find four or five dresses, like styles that you like, and you show it to the clerks at the store and they pick five dresses for you, only five, 
And those are the ones you're allowed to try on for about two minutes each. And you look around in a 360 mirror and you go, okay, next. And you go to the next one. And when you're done with those five, that's it. They're like, which one do you want? <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Cassie, because I might be wrong about this, but as far as I know, when you go wedding dress shopping in Canada or America, you just go to the wedding boutique, the bridal boutique, and you can try on different dresses. But here in Korea, when my wife was getting her wedding dress, she actually had to pay a fee to the wedding store to be able to try on mm. the dresses. Now, I don't think it was too expensive. Maybe it was around $20 or something, but she had to pay $20 and then she could try on like you said, five dresses, no more than that. There was a limit on the amount that you could try on, which I guess makes sense because, you know, maybe some bridezillas out there would want to try on every dress in the store. And I, I can see why the shopkeepers maybe want to put a limit on that. But did you have to pay to try your dresses on? We got a kind of planner. So she helped us set up the appointments for makeup, hair, dresses, uh, wedding pictures, the whole shebang. So I paid her. I don't know how much or what <laughs> she paid to the dress shop. I know if I wanted to go to more than one dress shop, I had to pay extra. But for the one I went to, it was included in our package. Now, Cassie, personally, I don't know too much about wedding dresses, but I imagine that there may be some listeners out there who really like wedding dresses. So for those listeners, could you tell us just a little bit about what your dress looks like? Yeah, sure. So going in there, I was really interested in getting a, a mermaid style, which is kind of like tighter around the top and then flowy on the bottom. That makes sense. I can see just kind of like a mermaid's body it has that kind of triangle shape almost. Yeah. So I tried on a few and there were two clerks and my wedding specialist lady and my fiance looking at the dresses with me. And they're all like, oh, yeah, this one's good. This one's good. But in Korea these days, the popular style is kind of like a poofy princess ball gown type of dress. And they're like, can you just try one on for us? And I was like, <laughs> OK, sure. And I try this dress on and everybody in the room is like, oh, beautiful. And I was like, this is going to be the dress I end up getting. I just know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it wasn't the first dress I would have picked, but it's very beautiful. And one thing I like about it is it is not white, Andrew. Oh, okay. Well... <laughs> That's really interesting because uh, I was going to say there's only one thing that I know about wedding dresses, and that is that they are white. But uh, I stand corrected. I, I I guess I know nothing about wedding dresses in the end. What color is it then? It's it's almost white, but it's like a shimmery peach white, like off-white peach undertones. And it's perfect for my skin tone because I'm super pale, but I have pink undertones so it just really shows off my pale pale skin color to the best ability that it can <laughs> well i'm glad that you were able to find a dress that you're happy with that's awesome 
if listeners are curious, I guess we could post one of those on the actual day later. <laughs> yeah. So what we'll do, Cassie, we're going to have to talk about your wedding after it finishes. So we'll wait until your wedding is over and then we'll do a recap episode for Culips and we'll have to make sure to post a picture of you in the dress so that our listeners can get a visual as well at that time. Sounds great. Well, I think it's your turn, Andrew. Yeah, Cassie, I don't have any great stories or uh, anything about dresses to share with our <laughs> listeners, unfortunately. You, you've got all these great stories. Mine are just kind of regular, everyday things. But I have a couple of new things going on in my life that mm -hmm. I thought I could update everybody on. The first is that I'm getting back into an old hobby. So I think longtime listeners of Culips will know that I'm really interested in music. I love listening to music and making music. However, these days, I don't make music as much as I used to, but I'm trying to change that. So my first love when it comes to music is playing the drums. Mm -hmm. And uh, since living in Korea, I've kind of given up drumming because, well, I didn't have a drum kit with me and I live in an apartment and it's just not really conducive to drumming. However, in my neighborhood, there is a little music rehearsal studio, and I mm -hmm. walk by it all the time when I'm walking Pinky, our, our dog. And sometimes I hear people drumming in there, and uh, it's just got me thinking, like, man, I should get back into it. It's such a waste to spend all those hours and all that time when I was a teenager learning how to play this instrument, and now I don't even do it. So I finally bit the bullet and made a reservation at the rehearsal studio. And just last week I went and I spent an hour playing drums mm -hmm. and it was great. I felt like um, a little rusty, you know, mm -hmm. like my, my chops weren't exactly there. <laughs> <laughs> chops is kind of a slang word that we use to talk about skill, right? So my mm -hmm. skill wasn't quite there. Uh, it's been years and years since I played the drums. So in my head, I have an idea of what I can do, but I think in my hands, that is where the skill has lost me. So my brain wants to do something and my body just physically can't keep up with my brain. So that was a little bit frustrating, but uh, it was great to jam out in the rehearsal studio there for an hour. And I came home and right away, I immediately went online and I bought uh, a drum practice pad practice pad uh -huh. is like this little rubber pad that you can use to practice different drum rolls and exercises. The exercises for drums are called rudiments. So you can practice different drum rudiments at home. Because I realized when I was in the rehearsal studio that uh, I need to practice basics again. I need to go back mm -hmm. to basics. And to do that in the rehearsal studio is kind of expensive. I can just do it at home. So yeah, I've been driving my wife a little bit crazy just doing all these drum rolls and rudiments at home uh, <laughs> with my practice pad. I have it on my desk. So, you know, I'm doing culips half of the time. The other half of the time I'm doing drum rolls. It's been pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Are you planning on making it a weekly thing, like going to the recording studio once a week or once every two weeks? Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Uh, I'm going to, like I said, just focus on doing the basic rudiments here at home for mm -hmm. now 
it's it's really funny how your mindset changes as you get older because when I was a high school student learning how to play the drums, I took drum lessons and I had a drum kit at home and I practiced a lot, but I would never really do what my teacher assigned me to do. I just loved like jamming out to my favorite songs and just playing the drums. I didn't like to do those kind of boring basic exercises, but I kind of regret that now. And now I'm interested in the opposite. I'm interested in just doing the basic rudimentary exercises on a practice pad and not as interested in just uh, jamming out in the studio. So it's interesting how your mindset changes. And mm -hmm. I think once I get some of these basic exercises really up to speed and can do them well, then I'll probably uh, make it a regular thing and try to practice uh, once or twice every week for sure. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's been really fun. And another thing that is kind of new in my life that I thought I'd update everyone on is this really cool hydroponic grow set that my wife brought home the other day. I guess it was last week. Andrew, what is hydroponic? <laughs> yeah, let's break it down. Hydroponic. So hydro means water. Okay, hydro is related to water. And ponics is taken from the Greek word ponos, which means to work or labor. So then when you put these two words together, you get hydroponic. And that's just what we call a garden where the plants grow in water instead of soil. So there's no soil in this garden. The roots just grow into water. Hmm. So it's a little machine. It's about the size of a shoebox and it has 12 holes in the top. And in the bottom of it, you put water and some grow chemical. It's like a fertilizer or something to help the plants grow. And then on the top, it has grow lights. And also in the bottom, there is a pump that helps move and circulate the water through the basin at the bottom. So it came with all of these different seeds like lettuce and basil and thyme and rosemary and a whole bunch of different seeds. And we have been growing our own herbs here in our kitchen. It just sits on the kitchen counter. Uh, it's really cool. And we planted the seeds, yeah, I guess maybe five days ago. Mm -hmm. And they've already sprouted and are already growing like three or four leaves per plant. Cool. So I've been really surprised at how fast they've sprouted and are growing. And I can't wait to try out the herbs. I'm growing basil and lettuce. Those are the two that I planted and my mm -hmm. wife planted, I want to say thyme and cilantro, if I recall correctly. So yeah, I love all of these herbs. Uh, so I'm hoping that I can grow a green salad with the lettuce and then use the basil maybe to make some pesto and cilantro and some kind of Mexican food, maybe tacos or something. Oh, mm. My mouth is watering just thinking about it. <laughs> this is a little weird of a combo, but thyme is really good on popcorn. Thyme is good on popcorn. Okay, good to know. Yes. I will remember that. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for the tip. Yes. So that's what's new in my world, Cassie. I've just been drumming away and growing lots of different herbs and yeah that's pretty much it i like the new hobbies you inspire me to get a new hobby as well <laughs> yeah well if you ever want to learn drums just let me know i can help you out with that 
Okay, I'll take you up on that someday. <laughs> Well, everyone, that will bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening, and congratulations on getting some English listening practice in today, everyone. You can go ahead and give yourself a pat on the back. You did a great job. <laughs> We want to know what's new with you. Let us know by sharing your story with us on social media or on the comment section or the discussion forum on qlips.com. And guys, don't forget that we do offer a lot of great learning materials and bonuses for QLips listeners who want to improve their English fluency faster. And you can learn all about the benefits and the features by visiting our website, QLips.com. Well, that's it for us now, but we'll be back soon with a new episode and we'll talk to you then. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.